series Beef, uh, Beef, which is starring uh, Stephen Yun, Stephen Yun from Walking Dead fame, also the voice of the character Invincible. Um, Ali Wong, uh, famous comedian, uh, famous for doing her, also Netflix comedy specials there. Mm-hmm. And you see in this series um, detailing all about road rage and the disasters from it. Um, <laughs> in this case, it's extreme road rage because all it details is like this this dude having a bad day, Stephen Yun's character coming mm-hmm. out of a Home Depot type uh, place, mm-hmm. backs up without really looking. And then all of a sudden he hears this loud horn that just goes on forever. Mm-hmm. Um, then after a while, you know, uh, Ali Wong's character ends up giving him the finger and he's like, no. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it, that was that was the last straw for both of them that day. Yeah, um, you know, sometimes it's just like, hey, it just takes that 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 straw that just breaks the camel's back. Like you just, just like you just had enough, and he just ends up chasing her, and then these two people, their lives become intertwined, and you start to see like you know the insight into both these people's lives. Like, you know, you see the insight of mm-hmm. Steven Yoon's character's life of how he kind of lives a little bit of a, you know, kind of a rough life. He's this um, contractor trying mm-hmm. to do all these ver- different various jobs to make some money. Mm-hmm. Um, you see that he lives with his mm-hmm. brother, his younger brother. Um, you know, they get into some shit all the time. Um, you see that kind of relationship play out. You see the relationship between Ali Wong and her husband. You know, she looks like she has this amazing life. So why is she getting, you know, caught up with this fucking loser, you know, in this battle? Mm-hmm. Uh, but you see the the cracks in that and how that's kind of falling apart. Um, she has this difficulty with her husband um, and uh, this difficulty with her boss, uh, you know, difficulty with her emotions. Um, so mm-hmm. it's, it's a series that really just, you know, this is 10 episodes, um, really takes you through the gambit um, of like, like where is this thing going to go and how far can you know these mm-hmm. two people really just be incredibly petty uh to each other um of wanting to just you know ruin each other mm-hmm. uh which i think yeah. is one of the big things in the series yeah it's, and something that i think isn't getting mentioned enough is that this is a netflix series but it's an a24 production so it does get into a lot of that art house territory and watching the show it reminded me a lot of uncut gems in that you're seeing these two completely toxic people and see how this incredibly petty beef just ruins their lives and the lives of everyone around them yeah because you see like there's there's a point in the series where you know it, it, it starts to kind of flip like Stephen Yoon's life starts to kind of, you know, increase. It seems like it seems like mm-hmm. he's getting a little bit better. And then her life mm-hmm. starts to kind of fail. And it's like it's almost going in reverse where, you know what I mean? But then it's like, you know, these characters, it's like Stephen Yoon. Um, you see kind of what happens with all that and how he kind of gets the different things, um, which, again, it's interesting to see these two people's lives um, and all these kind of casting characters in it and how they all kind of mm-hmm. come together because of just how far they're willing to go to just intrude on each other's life. If they, if he had just did his thing and just, you know what I mean? Okay. All right. I'm, uh, you know, I got it out of my system. I chased her, you know, it would have been over, but you, you see how like they, these two just become the demise of each other, which is fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's that classic quote: "An unstoppable force meets an immovable, immovable object," and it's just seeing the absolute the 
borderline ridiculous lengths that these two will go to fuck with each other and seeing a lot of uh, their lives and getting a lot of insight into them and how little control they have over it to the point where this beef is just all they have yeah um and you know great on them i mean great on steven Yeun and ali wong they do an amazing job uh you've seen steven Yeun, mm-hmm. you know of course being a you know various different things and see how great of actor mm-hmm. he's in um you know whether it be from things like nope or sorry to bother you um or what was that movie mm-hmm. um uh was it namari oh. uh uh oh Minari. yeah minari the film he got the oscar nomination for and and something about this because yoon because of uh because of the way he looks and because of the character glenn he often gets typecast as kind of the the like Jason Biggs s nice guy, and it was nice to see him play a character with a lot of moral complexity. It, no, I shouldn't say moral complexity. Danny's a piece of shit, and both of them kind of are. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I they're mean, both horrible. They're the longer the show goes on, the more you learn about Danny, especially Danny. Is the guy I would say is an actual awful person the more you learn about him and how even before this feud he has just kind of been the ruin of people around him yeah um he said kind of with his brother um but you kind of feel bad for it you know what i mean because you know the series like i said opens up with him in a rough spot um you know mm-hmm. he he you know buys all these carbon monoxide de- detectors and you you realize why you know in the series why mm-hmm. he does that and it, it is you know kind of the sad moment um in the series mm-hmm. for him and when things you know seems like hey things are kind of looking up for him even maybe he's not going about it such a good way i don't know i was kind of really going for him a little bit it's like maybe this would be better um you know, especially he's got all this pressure you know because especially throughout this uh the series you see um this episode where they do flashback and they do show the upbringing of both the characters mm-hmm. and you see what kind of what led them to where they are now and 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 gave them kind of their complexes now um so you know you kind of see like he just he's a guy that's like i want to want to make my parents proud you know steven yun's character you know mm-hmm. it's like i really want to do that I really want to build something um and and have something there you know that i can show my parents um what did you kind of think about that uh with, with the steven yun character yeah seeing a lot uh seeing a lot of the steve of uh steven yun's character danny seeing a lot of his motivation for how he goes about his life it reminds me a lot of of it reminds me a lot of cultural things just growing up Asian because we grow up with a lot of expectations from our parents because every single Asian kid will tell you it's like there's a lot of pressure on you to make something of yourself to be a success in in various uh, certain fields. It's like, yeah, go to school, be become a doctor, become a lawyer, get, get a job where you make a lot of money to make the parents proud. And I feel like the character Danny internalized a lot of that and he is kind of cracking under that because you get a lot of interesting stuff with uh with his brother Paul who is like they have a lot of dialogue it's like bro quit fucking with that shit live your own life because <laughs> there's so much dialogue it's like Paul you need to stop fucking around with these white girls and get bring home a nice Korean for mom mm. it's like yeah I'm I'm living my life yeah um, you can relate. Guy messing around with the ma- white women, huh? You can relate to that uh, a lot, huh? <laughs> hey, hey, hey! We have one of the heroes who showed us uh, us as Asian men that it was possible. We got Steven Yoon in this. Mm. 
Um, and his brother Paul is played by Young uh, Mazzino. Um, is, is how you say his last name. Uh, Mazzino. Yeah, Young Mazzino. Yeah, Young Mazzino, who I think this might be one of... Uh, this is the first time that I've seen this uh, this actor before, but he has such a great uh, a great energy. And yeah, this is... Uh, yeah, he's a, a musician who really is... Uh, this is his big break. Mm, yeah. Um, and he was very good in it as well. Um, like I say, it looks like at first, like he's going to be like the fuck up younger brother, you know, who's all about uh-huh. it. It's kind of dumb. But no, I mean, you know, it's like he's, you could see like throughout his, like his life would have been probably much better if, you know, uh, Stephen Yeun's character Danny hadn't been some involvement in it. Um, and mm-hmm. he does a terrific job. Um, you see with uh, Ali Wong's uh, character, her life uh, with her husband um, and her husband who's played by, uh, let me see if I can pull up this actor's name. Yeah, uh, yeah he's played, yeah, played by Joseph Lee, who also played the uh, brother character in Missing, the, the John Cho film. Oh, okay. He played that. Okay. Um, yeah, and you see kind of there, and then that gets more, you know, kind of, uh, you know, uh, elaborated on their whole relationship, of mm-hmm. how it looks this perfect, you know, couple, power couple, mm-hmm. both very wealthy, both very well-to-do, um, mm-hmm. and how it kind of is like, you know, she's kind of got something inside of her that's just kind of broken, that nobody seems like it's going to mm-hmm. fix, and, and, and nobody's going to kind of feel this this hole in her spot, and you see kind of that come to, uh, come to fruition. What, what's kind of your thoughts on Ali Wong's character, and then her, whole when you see more of her life throughout the series? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so much of uh, of this show is kind of breaking about breaking our our initial expectations because that's all that uh, both Ali Wong as a uh, Ali Wong and uh, Stephen Yoon's character have of each other before they actually start to peek into each other's lives throughout the course of this season of TV. All we they have is this initial perception of them. It's like, yeah, you, uh, Stephen Yoon, you're just a broke contractor with nothing better to do uh ali wong you're just a bored housewife with nothing better to do who just is looking for some excitement and the show is about peeling back the layers of the of uh, both of our initial perceptions where you get a lot more of uh, uh ali wong's amy and seeing the kind of facade that she's created for herself in her life especially with uh with her husband George, who who is a guy that means well, but he is also kind of dumb and very out of touch with reality. Because there are moments where Ali Wong is trying to open up to him about this anger and depression that uh, she feels inside, and the best he can do is just quote a lot of inspirational TikTok to her. Mm. Yeah. Um, and like she, so she's seeking that thrill. Um, like I said, you know, kind of being this boy. I forgot what was her occupation in this. Was she like a an art dealer? I, I forgot. What, like what she, she was, she she was like a. I think they said it was like uh, she sells plants. Oh yeah, she said yeah. That's what she sells plants. Because uh, yeah, she sells plants. Uh, George is like a an a sculptor who's living in the shadow of his late famous father. Okay, yeah, because uh, yeah, she does plants. There's a funny, there's a funny uh, line between her and Stephen Yoon's character, uh, where it's like, I thought you knew about plants. She's like, I don't fucking know about. It. I just Google shit. I don't fucking know about. I just, I just, I just Google. I just Google shit and pretend I know. Yeah. So yeah, and it, as well as it does with drama, it does a very good job with the comedy stuff mm-hmm. too. Um, do you think it's more of a comedy show, or do you think it's more of 
with dramedy, or do you think they blend both of them mm. half and half pretty well? Or Ooh, I think uh, I think this show dances the line of comedy and drama beautifully because while there are scenes that are cringe-inducing that are having me shrink into my seat as I'm watching it, especially with uh, a lot of uh, uh, Ali Wong's character. She has a lot of interaction with uh, Maria Bello, who is like this eat this uber wealthy woman who's trying to buy Ali Wong's store and just seeing how she deals with a lot of her casual racism it was like uh that was uh that's a little too close to home mm. yeah she she comes in as a great guest spot here Maria Bello um and there's a funny scene with another character that shows up David Cho uh comes in as the cousin of Steven Yeun's character uh, Danny um mm-hmm. and they're trying to you know set this whole big scheme up and everything like that um and you see the kind of the hugely negative influence that uh David's character mm-hmm. David Cho's character Isaac has um cuz there's a funny line where he comes in and he's like hey, don't you know you people are Asian why are you hanging around this white woman for like what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> like, like you know um yeah every, every every time uh the show gets too tense or too uncomfortable there will be a line like that that just has me howling with laughter yeah um because it's just it's just interesting to see where all this stuff goes um and how far you know once you think it's over it just keeps going you know uh because of, of how much they're entangled in each other's lives and one thread that was left loose comes back on them and then brings them back into each other's lives again and, and that's kind of interesting um it's like it, it's like this point where both of them there are multiple points this season where they could easily squash this either one could be the bigger person and just walk away with both of them having well because i would say both of them having become better people but that really can't happen until the finale where because this cultivate, cultivates in a finale where the both of them are stranded, trapped with each other, and they literally have no other choice but to get to know each other on that deeper level and really understand and see each other. Yeah. And see how alike the both of them really are. Hmm. And I thought that was an amazing episode, a uh, really, really great episode. I thought um, there's also something that happens in the penultimate episode that's really great, too, that you got to gotta watch through. Um, you know, I think this utilizes 10 episodes well. I was trying to think, like, maybe if you cut it a little bit shorter, maybe also none of the, the, the impact would have been there as well. Uh, but this is kind of like one of those shows that happen, you know, that just you know, sparks, you know what I mean? And and then tons of people talk about it. And it's like, man, have you seen this on Netflix? You gotta gotta check it out. Uh, which I feel like Netflix hasn't had in a while. Um mm-hmm. You know, something like that. So I think it's uh, you know, that's really cool too. Um I had a great time watching this series. Uh I really enjoyed it. Um we could, I mean, I, I'm trying to think of some weak elements that I thought about the series. I don't think that for me there's any really strong weak elements for me. Um if they I mean, I don't know if they were gonna come back and do a season two with this I don't. Well, uh, well, uh, uh, the showrunners, uh, the showrunner uh, Lee Sung Jin, uh, who had previously worked on, uh, I- I'm trying to think uh, what else he worked on. But uh, the three main directors on this are uh, Lee Sung Jin, uh, Jake uh, Schreier, who d- also directed the film Robot and Frank, and a Japanese director uh, who goes by Hikari. She's directed. Uh, three episodes of this, and she directed episodes for that HBO Max show, Tokyo Vice. Mm. Okay. And and uh, Jin has stated in interviews that 
when he pitched this to A24, he had a three-season arc planned in advance before uh before they started filming which i think is the way to do it because even the because the way this season ends this could easily be a one and done but there was room for this to continue Mm. yeah yeah so i i wonder i wonder how you know what's kind of gonna happen yeah i wonder um yeah so i give it um a strong tune in for me what about you hmm for me, this is this was one of the my favorite things that I have watched in a very long time. This is because I nobody loves talking more shit about Netflix than I do. Nobody, I love shitting on Netflix. I will still never forgive them for canceling Santa Clarita Diet. But here, I think this. Uh, this series it touches on so much about uh, about toxic uh, uh, friend di- dynamics, about this very nuanced character study of both Danny and Amy, and how through this beef these people just destroy everybody around them, and it never gets to a point where it's uncomfortable to watch, where I want to look away. It's. <clears throat> I think when I was watching it, I was texting friends that this reminded me of something like Uncut Gems, but from the writers of Succession, where they delve into these very uncomfortable, tense situations, but there will be a line that just has me howling. I absolutely adored this. The finale of it, uh, episode 10, directed by uh, Lee Sung Jin, it's one of my favorite episodes of TV I've seen in a very long time, where you get these incredible performances out of both Steven Yeun and uh, and Ali Wong, where the episode is essentially a two-person play between them. And it goes so much into their characters, it builds on everything that came before it in a way that I rarely see in television anymore. I give it this as cinema. I loved this show. Wow. Okay. So... Um, this is Cinema and Strong Tune In for Beef.